grateful to you for making us a part of this gathering to you this morning. Because this gathering is unto you. It is not a man that we want to hear from. So we pray that you will speak to us. Give us understanding heart to your word. And don't let your well, your word fall to the ground. Let it accomplish the reason of your singing it forth to us with understanding. Lord, do this for us and we shall be satisfied. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I want to ask a question. What was the main reason for which Jesus came into the world? Just feel free. Whoever is ready to answer. Some o'clock. It's not. Uh, you think you have the answer? You just lift up your hands. A brief answer. What was the main reason why Jesus came from heaven to the earth? Someone, Kojo at the back there, Mr. Adumako, thank you very much. Uh, to destroy the works of the enemy. To destroy the works of the enemy. Uh huh. That's what Kojo says. Who else? What was the main reason? Uncle to Fred. Save us from our sin. To save us from our sin. To save us from our sins. Who is speaking? Ah, okay. Thank you. Come. Um, ah, no, no, not you. It's all right. I think I'm... You're okay. Brother Fred, senior elder, wanted to... Mama, you also want... I just want to hear you. Jesus said his myth is to do the Father's will. And the Father's will is that all men will be saved. Okay. And that's what Jesus' mission is. Mama. It's the same. He came to seek and save the lost. Praise the Lord. You didn't mind me. I said praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, it is very important. Keep it. It is very important. Oh, bring it. Teacher, you have your mic. This is yours. Take it. Take it. Listen to me, a child of God. You see, there is an objective to life. There is a reason to life. There is an aim to life. Jesus was meant to be in heaven. But as our brethren have said, because something went wrong, the Father and the Holy Spirit plus Jesus agreed that he had to come down. So the Bible says, Jesus came to save sinners. Now, is that the only thing he did? If we can agree, then I will move on. Is that the only thing he did? Hey, are you not coming along? Is that the only thing that Jesus came to do in life? No. Teacher said no. I agree. He did what? Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Fed people. Taught people. So why would God say, he came into the world to save sinners. This is to tell you that there is a ministry that was specific. And apart from that, other things can be done. Praise the Lord. We are in a month of evangelism. I never want you to lose sight 
of this truth. I don't know how many of us have ever asked this question. This morning, I will tell you something. I woke up in the morning. Yesterday was quite tight. And I haven't felt that kind of tiredness in my body like that. It was very early here to do namings. And then after that, preach at the Tans Memorial Service. And I had to rush to Dansuman to go and preach. And they delayed the preaching and all of that. So, yeah. Um, That kind of tiredness. You only have it at crusade. But somehow, I was just too tired. So, I went as soon as I finished. And I hadn't eaten. As soon as I finished eating, I just fell into this sofa. And I was gone. I couldn't do much. The things I wanted to do. But I woke up this morning, and after a few interactions with the Lord, I sat quietly and asked myself a very simple question. What are you here for, Dennis? I could see as soon as that word came with a question, I knew the Holy Spirit wanted to chat with me on a serious matter. So when he said, what are you really here for? I could finally see that God wanted me to identify my main reason in life. I could see. And so what I want us to note within the short time that I have, brethren, I beg you, what are you here for? You may do other things. I mean, Jesus was not restricted To the fact that he came to save sinners. So as soon as he came. He didn't say to anybody. Don't bother me with your problems. I'm here for one reason. One reason. The reason is that I came to die. And until it is ready. I am not ready to pay attention to anything. Did he do that? So I want us to know. That as much as. We will be able to do other things. We must identify. The reason why we are here. And that should be the main focus. If you agree with me, say amen. amen. Teacher, let's go to Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. Second Corinthians 5, 18. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Would you say amen to this truth? Is that my son and brother, Joseph? You're welcome. Listen to me. Uncle Fred, when, when we got saved, the day... We had the privilege of being saved. When somebody preached or by whatever means, James, that you came to receive Jesus. Instantly, as Jesus moved into your heart, he gave you a ministry. And that ministry is to bring others in. So simple. Otherwise, this word cannot be true. Now all things are of God. Who reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He first took us in. And then he gave us a bonus. You too, you have been enrolled into this ministry. Now when my conversation began, I began talking with God. Ah, you know, brethren, if I'm standing here, I want to make it plain to you. If I am standing here as a preacher, 
that's not the reason why I'm here. There are other add-ons. Some law things they will say addendums or whatever. We have been given with other gifts to do some things. If I'm a pastor that I shepherd over people, it is because God has added other things. But the main reason why Dennis Osemenu is here in this life, and even at this particular time, is to also bring others to be reconciled. So if ever anybody were to say, what is your ministry? My ministry is to reconcile people to God. So simple. So simple. If you think it is an add-on ability from God, but the main thing still remains as the main thing. Praise the Lord. Do you agree so far? And so there is a reason to pray and to cry to God. How you can keep this fired up and never lose it. Did I give you the title of my message? How to keep the ministry you have received from God alive. How to keep it alive. There are a few things we will see today. What makes the ministry that we have received from the Lord not to be much alive, not to be active, not to be, not to be growing, not to... Some of us must have this revelation today so that whatever God helps you to do, I can begin to thank God for the different things that He uses us for. I can begin to emphasize that I have a healing, this, I have a healing. The truth is, a reconciliatory ministry is what is for all of us. Amen. Now, what is it that can keep it alive and never get into where it will become dull or dormant? This ministry of reconciliation how to keep it fired up continuously. Teacher, we will go to Second Corinthians. We will take chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. And everybody watch this carefully. Second Corinthians 4, 1 to 4. Therefore, since we have this ministry... In fact, to 5. Starts. Go ahead, sir. Madam. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose hearts. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your born servants, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen. Watch. What makes the ministry that we have received not effective? Why we are not leaving continuously and consciously like the way Jesus did, like the way Paul did, like the way Peter and the rest did, I will tell you some of the reasons. The first reason why we lose the ministry is what is here. We do not lose heart. Many people have lost heart towards evangelism. First thing. I will tell you how we lose heart. In this month of evangelism, I said to the church, 
and few others, let's get, let's preach. Then I said, by way of organizing it, let's target Chado, where I live, by God's grace. Whoever wants to join me, come. And then we chose Tuesday, which is a very busy day for me. Thursday, very busy day for me. But I wanted to just do it. Last Thursday, I've been doing it, making in rules a bit. And last Thursday, in the, in the day I was quite busy with all kinds of things. And in the evening, it was as if I had gone home to have lunch. And coming back was as if, listen to this, was as if, yeah, will the people come? You know, can you just stay? I could see my heart was being attacked to lose Faith in that ministry. I could see it. So I got up and I said, "Ah, I'm going. So I came. Sat in this office. Until those who were coming from their offices to join us came. And then we set out. Ah! As soon as we went, God has prepared four gentlemen. At a sport for me. I preached to them in no time with Gloria. I preached to them in no time. They gave their heart to Jesus. Then immediately it dawned on me. If you have lost heart. To this commitment. You would have lost those four people. I think I have enough sense. To have known a certain experience. God took me through in this church. When I had to reach out to somebody and he came and three weeks after he died. So I was shaking. Let me tell you. When you get to the point where you lose heart towards evangelism. You are losing heart towards the ministry you have received from the Lord. Don't let anybody deceive you. Some people are to sing. Some people are to preach. Preach what? We can preach, we can teach, we can, we can have conferences on marriages and everything, but the main aim remains as the main aim. Christ Jesus gave it to you that others may also be saved. Praise the Lord. And so if you will agree with me to settle on this matter, I will be happy and we will make impact in our time. So the ministry of reconciliation came along your salvation. So it's not something that is going to be given to you. Do you remember that there was a lady? Jesus met her alone who was coming to fetch water at the well. And instantly when she received the truth, she left her water pot and went to the city and got all the men to Christ through or false. She started her ministry immediately. Apostle Paul, when he didn't know and was persecuting the believers, as soon as this man was confronted by Jesus and the Spirit, and he came down and he got up. The Bible said he immediately preached Christ. Ah. This ministry of reconciliation, may I announce it to you, you have it. It's with you. Don't let it be dormant. Please, just get up and do it, because it will work. Praise the Lord. I can give you testimony from the word of God one after the other. So, it is not difficult. We don't need to organize you. It's a matter of knowing that this is the ministry I have received of God and you don't do. In fact, you will be very surprised to know that you can be in church and still be winning church members. You will be very surprised as long as you understand that ministry. Because you will see certain behavioral pattern of people and you will notice that either they have not understood Christ or something is wrong. So do not lose heart in this ministry. Hallelujah. The next thing that I want you to see 
But we have renounced the hidden things of shame. Take note of it. Number two, what makes us ineffective in this ministry that we have received from the Lord is this. When you have a secret life, I want to tell you before God. You will never be effective in evangelism. Pastor, what is a secret life? Apart from things we do to hide, fornication and all the corrupt things that we do. I mean, they are one set. But there is another one. When I have bitterness in my heart, would you see? It is called the hidden thing. When I am jealous in my heart towards someone, would you see? So until those things have been renounced from a person, he will never be effective in the ministry of reconciliation. I'm telling you the truth and practical things that the Lord had taught me by his grace. And so, until you come to the point where you will say, I am renouncing every hidden thing that nobody else knows that I do it. You will never be effective in the ministry of reconciliation. If you want to be effective in the ministry of reconciliation, learn this truth. Number two, renounce every hidden thing of shamefulness. Anything that you do in secret that nobody knows. In fact, let me tell you something. When you even go and backbite behind somebody in secret, you will not be effective in the ministry. I'm telling you things that by His grace I can see in the Spirit. So, if we want to be effective, let's renounce, let's reject. Anything we do in secret that we know God will not sit up there and approve it. Renounce it. will be effective. Praise the Lord. Number three. Not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully. I will tell you something. This is one of the dangerous things for people who are Christians. Do you know that you can let the word of God say anything that it doesn't? You can let the word of God say anything you want it to say. Let me tell you this. If I want you to bring me money, I have a way of doing it. That may not be of God. If a young man is interested in a young lady and wants the young lady to see that he's a strong believer, a man that you should cleave or you should desire to marry, he has a way of presenting the word of God. At the prayer meeting, oh, shakabaraka, tukusikibeya, he would do everything to show you that he is spiritual. True or false? You who is in the, in the prayer meeting, you don't know the reason why he is demonstrating all of that. It is because he has some girl, he wants the girl to see that. He is a Joshua's brother. And so, the best thing to do is to carry it and misrepresent the word of God. So the Bible says that never mishandle the word of God. Never let the word of God say what it's not saying. I can give you examples about how. Because when we were young, we, we, we did it. We did it. You want to pray until your voice is gone and every sister will say, that is a brother. This one, then all of them will come around you. <laughs> we are misrepresenting the word of God. When we want people to see we have the spirit, we want to prophesy every time. When God has not even said anything, we want to prophesy. 
you are misrepresenting the word of God. So the number three, don't ever misrepresent. Use the word of God for your personal gain. Hallelujah. You are not saying amen at all. I know that what I'm preaching might be, I don't have the time, so I'm doing the touches. I'm still talking about, have you received a ministry? And do you understand it? The ministry must be effective. This ministry, when God helps you and you understand, oh, you fire everywhere you go. Last, last Sunday, last Sunday, we were here and Reverend Bimpon told us, a man only brought to me my insurance cover. And I knew the first thing I had to tell the man. Because it's a ministry. He understands that. Listen, the ministry of healing, nobody has been given with a ministry of healing minus salvation. Do you know that what Jesus said the greatest man, the greatest prophet ever lived is John the Baptist. And the Bible was so categorically clear. He never worked miracles. Because he knew the ministry God gave him. So when you stay with the ministry you have received from God, listen, I don't go about as a healing preacher. But at crusades they get healed. They get healed. And I only present Jesus. Praise the Lord. Are you understanding, brethren? So this ministry is not, it's not a ministry for... Listen, what I'm standing here right now to do, oh, he has been called and I see it. I see it. I hear it. Hey, you know, we have to allow people with giftings and all of this. Praise the Lord. The giftings come after the ministry of reconciliation. That is how Jesus lived. That's how he lived. So never should we be deceived to thinking that as for this man, he was called to be an evangelist, or he was called to be a prophet. A prophet without the salvation of man is no big deal. It's, it's nothing, I must say. Hallelujah. Because there was only one ministry Jesus came into the world for. For Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Full stop. And yet fed people. He raised the dead. And in fact the miracles that he did. The Bible says that he did those miracles that men may believe in him. So it is not isolated. And so I beg you. Let there be a revolution by the Spirit of God in your heart in the name of Jesus. But, now listen. But by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God, it's a big one. It's a very big one. When for the ministry of reconciliation or the ministry that we have received of the Lord to become effective, the word of God must have effect on your own life. When you haven't spoken, people still be, must be worried. There's a message I'm yet to preach. I receive it by the Lord. He said, we are an aroma to the one who is dying. And to the righteous too, we are also an aroma. aroma. And then even to God. That's it. We are yet to get there. And so, we are not in isolation. Ah, Jesus. Please let everybody understand. I want us to know that this ministry of reconciliation... We receive it from the Lord and it must be carried with urgency in our hearts. It must be carried. You know something? By God's grace, I have only preached Jesus to people and people were healed. 
I have only preached Jesus to people and demonic powers left them. It is the ministry you have received, I have received. Praise the Lord. Presenting yourself to every man's conscience. What does that mean? For this ministry to be effective now, when people see us, they should be wondering, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? When you haven't spoken, one time I went to the bank. I'm not saying I'm special. I'm just wanting you to see how God sometimes manifests for you to understand some things. I went to the bank. As soon as I came out, somebody was watching and looking at me. And then I said, what is it? Ah, I ignored it. He quickly jumped and came before me and he said, who are you? I was wondering what it meant. And I said, have you seen me somewhere before? He said, no. And I just said, I'm only a servant of God. He said, that is the reason there is something around you. It gives the opportunity for the gospel to be preached. So, we com- by manifestation of the truth, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience. The man's conscience is already judging him because of the things that you do, you say. Ah, why? He is not angry. He is not upset. Look at what they are doing to him. Who is this man? And then already some fire is burning in their hearts and they want to know who truly you are. And when they should come, on Wednesday you must be here to hear. When they should come and ask you the reason of your belief, you present Jesus. Praise the Lord. It's so simple. It's not complicated. That's why we need to be very careful. Now, Mama, I walked to my wife's office. Today is Sunday. I think somewhere, somewhere, somewhere Tuesday last week. It's, um, it's, it's, it's um, Tricia here. What was the day they had the interview? Tuesday, last week Tuesday. Uncle Fred, I walked to my wife's office. What happens is that, you know, because of the work they do, they have a lot of different people always interviewing and employing people. Now, I walked there and I saw in the conference room that there was light. And any time the conference room is at the entrance there, any time I see... I, I just go in there. They also love for me to come because somehow when I come and then they are interviewing somebody, I will just stand there for a few minutes and then I will bring one bomb. And the bomb would expose the person. So now, I am here and I see this young beautiful girl. I walked in there and I see they are interviewing. This time when I walked there, I don't know for whatever reason, I couldn't say a word. And I was just looking at this girl. And I was saying inside of me, what can I do to just stir up who she is? I want them to know, the panelists, know who this girl is. And I'm asking myself, I said, who? Are you a Christian? Interview to a Christian. Then I say, are you a Christian? Ooh, the fire was too much. She said, yes, I am. And I said, what makes you think you're a Christian? I am born again, child of God. Started blah, 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 blah. Then I froze. I said, this one, she knows what it's about. And I was looking for another something too. The next thing I did, I did, I did. The panelists themselves, they realized that this is a candidate. I left. I was in the yard there sorting out a car for them. Uh, me, I can do all things. Then the girl comes out of the interview room. Says, Reverend Dennis, peace and many blessings. Reverend Dennis, peace. My, my, this thing was like this. She says, you are my pastor. You don't understand that. You don't. You don't. Uncle Fred... I said, Lord, 
So, I'm a pastor to this girl. Can you imagine? Imagine anything you want. I will not say it. Imagine it. Then I, I was so... It, it just... Hey! Hey! And I, I trust myself that by the grace of God, at one glance, I can tell who is in church and who is not in church. I can tell who came to church on Sunday and who was absent. A gift of God. But I never recognized this girl. So I was so troubled that I took her. When I finished, I said, where are you going? She said, La. I said, Tor, I will give you a lift. Just to find out more. She says, I've been a member of this church for three years. I went and told Tricia. I said, do you know that that girl is a member of this church? She too started. You mean? And I called her. Daddy, can you imagine if I had been nasty to her? We would have been exposed. Hey, so when I hear God say, commending ourselves to every man's conscience, it was a big case to me. Praise the Lord. It was too much. That thing shook me and I was shaking. And I was, You may think it's nothing, but it is too much. For somebody to say, for three years, you have been a pastor over me, and I never knew. Because, you see, thank God for the good thing that the Spirit of God is doing. All of our faces are plastered now. So when I have any secret thing and I go and do, you may not see. You will only see a plastered face. May the Lord help us. And make we commend ourselves. I hope she's not even in church. Hallelujah. Brethren, teacher, this thing has shaken me for the period until now. Then I saw that everything we do, we say. Is there no wonder, you remember what I preached last week? Jesus said, no, not last week, where I preached somewhere. There is nothing hidden that will not be exposed. There's nothing. Hmm. In the sight of God. Now, this is the matter. God has fixed it such that this ministry of reconciliation, listen, if we really carry it along, but even if our gospel is veiled, it means if our gospel is hidden, if our gospel is covered, it is covered to those who are perishing. What it means is that the manifestation of the life of Jesus that we ought to carry is such that people cannot avoid seeing that we are children of God. The only time they may not see us as being children of God is when there is a demonic spirit that has taken the black cloth to blindfold their hearts and mind, that when we are even demonstrating holiness, demonstrating the life of Christ, they will still not see. The only time they will never see is when their hearts are blinded. That's why Bible tells us to pray that they may be released. So when we go out there and people, when you say something, they put it here. When you say it, they put it here. Or even they can be in the church for too long. You say they put it aside. It is because they've been blinded. It is because they've been... Because when you carry a good life, when you carry transparent life, when you preach, it will be effective. But when they don't accept it, then the problem is with those people. Praise the Lord. But still there's a solution. The solution is the word of God. Hallelujah. What ministry have you received? Now you understand the ministry you have received. Make progress with it. In the name of Jesus. Four. I said the four already. 
Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine. It's, 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 you see, let me tell you, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. As soon as you hit the gospel to somebody and he believes, power of God is released. Praise the Lord. Now, so this ministry of reconciliation or this ministry that we have received of the Lord, listen to me. How do we carry it out? It's in the verse 5. We preach Jesus. We preach Jesus. Praise the Lord. We preach Jesus. Verse number 5. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. Ourselves we are born servant of Jesus' sake. What does it mean? In this ministry that we have received, we are filled with the knowledge that present him. And by the presentation of him to every man, Every man shall be saved. Praise the Lord. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12. And I'll bring it to a close. I can't finish preaching this message. And I thank Jesus Christ our Lord who has enabled me. Because he has counted me faithful putting me into this ministry. Praise the Lord. I thank Jesus for putting me into this ministry. And this ministry is a ministry of reconciliation. It's not reconciliation ministry. It's not meant for pastors only. It's not meant for prophets only. It's not meant for evangelists only. It's not meant for teachers only. This ministry of reconciliation is meant for everyone because he reconciled us and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Every one of us, Paul stood up and said, I thank God for putting me into this ministry. May you thank God for putting you into this ministry. Hallelujah. I just, I love this. I love it. So the call, first of all, to yourself to be saved, as soon as you believe it, then there's an added value. One day when Jesus jammed the man Nicodemus, which most of us know, what was the testimony later on? Initially when God began to talk to him about this, and he saw the life of Jesus. He ran to, to him in the night because he didn't want to be seen because he was a teacher. And then when he saw Jesus accept a man be born again, you know, all those things you know in John chapter 3. Finally, when Jesus jammed that man and then he received the ministry of reconciliation at the death of Jesus Christ. The man who called Jesus by night. Because he didn't want to be identified. He didn't want to be seen as being identified with him. And then this time, when Jesus even died, he went boldly with Joseph. Armatia. And said, give us the body. Because he has received now the ministry of reconciliation. When you have the ministry of reconciliation understood, you are never, you, will, you are very bold. You are very bold. You are never shy to tell your boss. You are never shy to tell your friends. You are never shy to break it. One of our sisters here, this is something she said. I had to travel to South Africa. And then when I was going, I said, I'm going to meet my boss. And by all means, I cannot keep my mouth shut. She said, I was so afraid, daddy. I was so afraid. And then... When everything was done, all the, the, the courses and everything was done, and I was staying for the weekend, she said, would you come home and come and meet my family? And I was so happy. I went to the house. I was sitting, I was sitting there at the hall, and I was just saying, Lord, give me the opportunity to share. Give me the opportunity to share. And, you know, this, the bedding was so much, and I knew that if I did not do it, when I got out, I will be finished. Somehow I got it. And you know something? She spoke and got the whole family. 
Praise the Lord. She spoke and got the whole family to be saved. Listen, this ministry, we have it. This ministry, we have it. You are not ordinary man. You have it. You are not exercising yourself. It's about time. As I come to a close, please, he counted me worthy into this ministry. May you be counted worthy into this ministry. May you seize every opportunity. May, may, may you be burning with the power of God. May you be restless until you have shown who you are amongst men. May you be all that God wants you to be. Some people are worried about the level they are. Ah, thank God that I used to work. Thank God that I was privileged to be at the top if we, there's something like the top. I was not ashamed. At all. At all. It's only a matter of just asking for wisdom how I'm going to present it. But the Lord had always been kind. So this ministry you have it. Praise the Lord. I, may I tell you this? Yesterday I had the privilege of preaching here and I told them something. The Lord hit my heart with it. He said, walk whilst you have the light. Darkness shall come and no man shall be able to walk. Oh, the message had too much effect on me. And then when the Lord zoomed David on, on the matter to me, David was a conqueror. I explained to them that when a person dies, that means that his light is finished. That when you are alive as a child of God, your life is booming. But the other side of it is that when you are alive as a child of God and the body is weak, you are the light of the day, but you walk in the night because you can't function. Because David, who killed giants, now was facing another giant and he was almost killed. And Abisha came to help to kill that giant. And the people of Israel declared, they said, you will not go to war anymore or else the lamp of Israel will be finished. Immediately the Spirit of the Lord just explained to me, when we are finished. So before I get to the place, 80 something years that Dennis, if God gives me, Dennis cannot walk properly, I must maximize this time I'm in. That's why I will preach. Because I have the ministry of reconciliation. Very soon. I didn't, I didn't realize that all the wonderful people I'm seeing. That God was so privileged for me to. Some of them I have grown with them. They are senior. Now I see them. I don't blame them. They can't do like we used to anymore. Because they have the light. But they are now in, 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 in a different level. May you not be weak with the light. Function whilst you have the light. For the night will come when no man shall be able to work. This ministry you have, maximize it. Some people have five more years to go. Some people have 20. But let's maximize it. May the Lord help us. Will you bow your heads in prayer with me? Would you talk to God briefly, please? If you have understood what God was saying to us or to you, the Lord, now I have a ministry. Even though I can do many things, I can sing, I can preach, I can pray. They are all addendums. They are all added on. They are all different things that you have added but the truth is that I have received a ministry of reconciliation. And so help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy and grace. I thank you for your kindness today to us. At least 
we have heard your voice. You started this this morning when you opened the script, when you opened the service to us in the first service, that you were so strong through our dear sister. And you make it you made it very clear to us. Without blinking an eye, what kind of account are we going to give? For it is appointed unto man once to die. How could somebody open such a service with such a scripture as you spoke through him, through her? And so you have kept ringing at this word to us. We pray to you, Lord, and ask that you would fill our hearts with a renewed understanding in the ministry that we have received from you so that we may not lose hearts. We may not lose heart at all. Constantly we will be on fire on the ministry you have received. We have received. We have received from you. Fire us up until the day of the Lord. That none of us, O God, will lose heart towards this ministry we have received of you. We bless you and thank you for all of your children who have heard your voice. Continue to put us on the fire and boil until the aroma comes out in the name of Jesus. We pray for one another right now, Lord, that you would help us to understand you more and more. Now, Lord, we thank you for our offerings and tithes that we bring to you. We do it with such a commitment to your name in the name of Jesus. We also continue to pray, Lord, Lord, you continue to guide and walk with us. Walk with us. Walk with us. Don't leave us alone, Lord. And let us show forth that it is you at work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. May your blessings be upon each one of us. Give us grace as we continue to press on and be merciful. Thank you for our offerings that we bring to you in our tithe. May the Lord watch over you while we are absent one from the other when we leave this place. When we step out there to go and witness, oh God, may the Lord give us favor. Those that are blinded, we release them in the name of Jesus. That they may hear the word of God and believe. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the blessed Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus have we prayed and everyone said, all right. We'll take